We continue today in our study of Mishnayos Nadorim with lesson number four. We will continue in the second parak, and we will learn the second and third Mishnah. Nadorim, Perak Beis, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah Beis begins that suppose a person says, Korban lo ochaloch, that a korban, which is a dover hanodur, that which I will not eat from you. Now this is not a neder, because it seems that he is saying that that which I won't eat from you should be like a korban. No. But he's not saying anything about which that which he will eat. Number one. Number two, this language, korban, lo'ochaloch, sounds very much like a shuva, like an oath, as if he's saying, by golly, by korban, aloochaloch, I won't eat from you. Or if he says, korban sheochaloch. The Gemara explains that this means that a person said, not quite the words korban sheochaloch, but rather, ha korban, hey alof korban. That's as if he said, chayei ha korban, ha. By the life of the korban, she'ochaloch, um, I will I will eat from you. Meaning, by I swear about eating from you. Meaning, I won't eat from you. Or if a person says lo korban lo ochaloch, which seems to indicate that that which I sh- will not eat from you will not be a korban. But what I do eat from you, that should be like a korban. So, therefore, um, in all these examples, mutor. He has said nothing. This is not, this does not consider the neder whatsoever. Indeed, the Gemara explains that this latter case, lo korban lo ochaloch, which one can derive from there and say, well, not a korban is what he won't eat, but yes, a korban, what he will eat, we can't do that because this Mishnah is following Rab Meir, and Rab Meir says Rab Meir does not hold from the principle of that when there's a negative statement, you can derive the inverse positive statement. He does not believe in that principle of from a no, a negative statement, you can derive a positive statement. So therefore, in all these examples, there has been no neder. But, suppose a person says, Shvua lo ochaloch. Well, that's an oath, that's a shvua all the way. I swear, I won't eat what's yours. Or if a person says, Shvua she ochaloch. Does that mean, I'm making a shvua, I'm swearing that I will eat with you? So the Gemara explained that there's a scenario here, a background context. What's happened here is the person's friend was saying to him, come eat by me, come eat by me. And he said, no, I don't want to eat by you. Come on, come on, eat with me. And he says again, no, I won't eat from you. And the fellow keeps pestering him and says, come on, come on, eat by me. And he keeps saying, no, no, no. And then finally he says, well, then, of course, we understand. It doesn't mean I swear I'm going to eat with you. But he means, I swear about eating with you. Meaning, I swear I will not eat with you. Or, if a person says, lo shvua lo ochaloch. 
that that which I will not eat from you should not be prohibited by an oath. Now in this case, the Gemara explains in Masecha Shavuos, whereas Rab Meir holds in the rest of the Torah, that we do not say, <coughs> we do not say that we can derive a positive inference from a negative statement. When it comes to Shavuos, yes, if a person says negatively, let it not be a Shavuah that which I will not eat from you, then we do derive from that statement that he's, as if he said, yes, there will be a Shavuah for what I will eat from you, and therefore also. Because Rameyer agrees to the principle of when it comes to Shavuos, but not when it comes to Nadorim, and not when it comes to business transactions, etc. The Mishnah then makes a statement, This is one of the ways in which Shavuos, oaths, are more strict than Nidorim, than vows. Now when you read this simply, it seems to be referring to that which we just learned. And we just learned that whereas all these languages, korban, lo'ochal, korban, she'ochal, lo'korban, lo'ochal, are meaningless when it comes to Nidorim, yet they are perfectly valid when it comes to Shvuos, we might interpret the Mishnah to mean Zech, Homer, B'Shvuos, B'Nidorim. That's one way that Shvuos are more strict than Nidorim. The Gemara, however, understands it differently and understands that this statement, Zech, Homer, B'Shvuos, M'Nidorim, is referring not to the Mishnah we're studying now, Mishnah Beis, but rather to the end of Mishnah Aleph, and at the end of Mishnah Aleph, we learned a basic distinction between the Dorim and Shvuos. We learned that if a person makes a neder on a Dovor She'ein Bo Mamosh, a person makes a neder against walking, talking, etc. It's not Chal Min HaTorah, but Midrabonon it is Chal. However, a Shvuah on a Dovor She'ein Bo Mamosh, if a person says, I swear I won't speak, I won't walk, etc., the Shvuah is Chal Min HaTorah. So that says the Gemara Zechomer, the Dover She'en Bo Mamish is an area where Shvuos are more strict because they are Chal Min HaTorah, Midadorim, because Nadorim on Dover She'en Bo Mamish are only Chal Midrabonon. Now that we've laid out ways in which Shvuos are more strict than Nadorim, let's continue. And the Mishnah says, Vechomer Ba Nadorim Iba Shvuos. There are ways in which Nadorim Vows are stricter than Shvuos oaths. Ketzat, what's an example of this? Omar, suppose a person says, Konam The sukkah that I will build for Yom Tev Sukkis should be Konam, should be also like a neder. The sukkah is an object, the Dovashiyesh Bo Mamash, but it's an object of a mitzvah. Nevertheless, the neder takes effect. Lulav shani no tail. If a person prohibits upon himself with a lashon neder, the lulav, the lulav becomes also to him. Tfilin, similarly, tfilin shani maniyach. Banadorim, when it comes to nadorim, it's also. The reason is, as we stressed many times already, a neder is an iser chetza. A neder takes place upon the object. Through the object is a sukkah, a lulav, tfilin, the neder takes effect, and the person now cannot use that sukkah, that lulav, that tefillin. He can use another sukkah, lulav, or tefillin, but not this particular one because it's also to him, but in that, but bashvuos muta. 
if a person says, I swear I won't use the sukkah, I swear I won't use the lulav, I swear I won't put on these tefillin, then that second oath does not take effect at all. One cannot take an oath to violate a mitzvah. The reason being, the principle of every one of us, every Jewish person long ago, before we remember, so to speak, who we were born in actuality, made an oath. We made an oath in Harsinai that we're not going to eat chazir, we're not going to eat camels and rabbits, and we're not, and we are going to sit in the sukkah on sukkahs and, and uh, use the lulav on sukkahs and put on tefillin every, just about every day of the year. So we already swore a second oath that I make now not to sit in the sukkah, not to use the lulav, not to put on tefillin, can't be chal, ain't shvu, chal, shvu. I already swore once. I swore on Harsinai. Einish boim la'avor al ha-mitzvos. The Mishnah continues now, Mishnah Gimel. Yesh neder besoch neder. There's another way in which the Dorim are stricter than Shvuos. Yesh neder besoch neder. It's possible for one neder to take effect and then again for another neder to take effect. However, we ain't shavua besoch shavua. You can't have an oath take effect, and on top of it, a second oath take effect. Kate said, what's an example of this? Omar, if a person says, Hareni nozir im ochel. I'm going to be a nozir, and the basic term, duration, of a nazirus is 30 days. So he says, I'm going to be a nozir if I eat this banana. And then he says again, Hareni nozir im ochel. I'm going to become a Nazir if I eat this banana. And he eats the banana once. He has to conduct not one Nazirus, but two. Because he said twice, Hareni Nazir, Hareni Nazir. Now, although there is a Nazir, now, if he eats the banana, he must conduct two Nazirus. The Rambam, although there's a dispute about this, However, the Rambam writes in Hilchas Nedorim Perik Gimel Halacha Beis that the same thing would be true not only for a Nazirus type of a vow, but any vow. If a person says, I'm making a vow, I'm going to give a korban if I eat this cookie. And again he says, I'm going to make a vow if I ate that cookie. I'm going to bring a korban if I ate this cookie. So, and he eats the cookie. He has to bring two korbonos. Now there's a discussion about this. I refer you to the Lecha Mishnah on the Rambam and Hilchas and Dorim Perakimel Halacha Beis and the Teferis Yisrael, the commentary on the Mishnayas. And many Rishonim disagree with the Rambam and say, Tosfos, for example, that this only, t- the Mishnah is giving an example about Nazirus because it's only Nazirus which works this way. Otherwise, one neder cannot take effect, so to speak, on top of a previous neder. But be that as it may, a shvua certainly cannot take effect, one shvua upon the other. Shvua shelo ochal, shvua shelo ochal. If a person says, I swear I won't eat uh, by ruvains, uh, food, or I swear I won't eat lima beans, and then again he says, I swear I won't eat by Ruvain's food, or I won't eat lima beans the second time, because the second shvua cannot take effect, uh, cannot be superimposed, so to speak, upon the first shvua. 
And so we have completed uh, Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel of Perik Beis, and we've completed lesson number four in our study of Mishnayos Maseches Nidorim.